Welcome to the Door to Spirit podcast. I'm your host, Emily Green, and I'm a psychic medium. This podcast is a place where I take you through the door to spirit. We talk about all things esoteric, spiritual awakening, psychic abilities, developing intuition, signs from the spirit world, and I may even throw in the odd reading or two. So sit back, take a nice deep breath, and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Door to Spirit podcast. I feel like every time I come back, I apologize for how long it's taken me to record another episode, so I'm not going to do that this time. I am just going to say thank you for your patience in my little podcast hiatus. Um, It's been a couple of weeks or maybe even a month since I have released an episode. Um, Just coming off a nice little couple week break um, from pretty much doing readings, recording podcasts, um, answering emails, all that kind of good stuff. So I am coming back to you refreshed and renewed and recharged and ready to take on this new year. At the time that you're listening to this podcast, we have just entered the year 2020. It is January 4th, 2020 at the time of this podcast recording. Um, And I am coming to you from a new home. So as you might have seen, I shared over on social media that Emily the Medium has a new headquarters, which I am incredibly excited about. I'm so happy to be in a new space. Um, And I have a little story I want to tell you guys about that, but we will get to that in a minute. So it's all very exciting. And in my office, I actually have a door on my office now, which is great. Um, And I'm able to actually record my podcast in my office as well. Because if you've ever done a podcast interview with me, you will know that I used to record on my bathroom floor. Um, And people would have a really beautiful view of my shower curtain. So um, that is not the case anymore. I have ample space um, for, for connecting and for reading and all that kind of good stuff. So Welcome, and I hope all of you had a beautiful holiday and a really nice, easy transition from 2019 into 2020. This is also something we're going to talk about today. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, I have a couple stories to tell you guys just about things that have happened um, since I've talked to you last. I want to chat a little bit about the energies of the new year and the transition of the energy from 2019 into 2020. And I also want to talk a little bit about um, my kind of intention for myself for the year, Um, which, you know, one thing that I do want to say around that is I, as I know a lot of brilliant people have talked about um, and shared about is that there is a lot of pressure on people as we're coming into a new year, Um, you know, intentions, resolutions, goals, whatever you want to call them, things that this kind of, you know, expectation that we put on ourselves to sort of have everything all figured out or to have a really, you know, uh, you know, exciting entry into the new year. And if the new year isn't starting off on that great of a foot for you, I want you to know that that's okay. And that is not going to set the tone for your entire year. Um, this This is just how your year is kind of choosing to transition. So it means nothing about um, sort of how it will continue to go on. Um, So yeah, so I wanted to say that I'm going to share my kind of personal intention for myself, but I'm not sharing it to create any 
um, kind of comparison or pressure or anything like that. So um, just it's your, your year is your experience and you can kind of mold it and shape it in whatever way you want to. And if you feel like doing a ritual to call in the new year, great. If you don't, no problem. Don't let anybody pressure you or feel like you need to do something in order to be your best self, to be the best you or things like that. You kind of just, you can naturally do that. You are doing that every day without even really having to think about it. So anyway, that's my piece on that. But um, <clears throat> one of the things that I wanted to share is, like I said, I've moved into a new space, which, which was um, a lot of work as, as you know, as, 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 as these things go, but I've also had a lot of time to kind of rest and recharge as well. But uh, one of the things that I wanted to share, and this is just a little kind of um, a little anecdote on energy in homes and energy in spaces, because there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of emphasis, especially sort of in Hollywood and in movies and things like this about, you know, haunted houses and ghosts and blah, blah, blah. It's just, you know, there's so much sensationally, uh, so, so much of that um, kind of, um, you know, that area is sensationalized in Hollywood. And so, you know, for, for some people, like, you know, moving into a new home that may be an older home is maybe a little bit nerve wracking as it, um, to be honest, as it was for me a little bit too, I always joked that I would never live in an old home. Um, I always, you know, was like, nope, it's new builds only for me. <laughs> um, so it was almost kind of like, this was like a little, you know, a little like joke at, uh, from the from spirit where they were kind of like, you know, my perfect home also just happened to be built in 1946. So, you know, a little like uh, practical joke on Emily um, kind of thing. But um, I always, you know, I always said, um, I, I will never kind of live in an older home for that exact reason. Uh, of kind of like, you know, the energy of the place or perhaps there were kind of, you know, wandering spirits or things like that, which again, this is something that, um, that uh, I teach a lot on and just how, we it's actually very simple how we can kind of manage our relationship with the spirit world in terms of a ghost or a wandering spirit or an earthbound spirit and um that's something that if you guys are interested actually i'd be happy to do an episode specifically on that because i know there's a lot of fear around it and there really actually doesn't need to be um so yeah let me know if you guys would be interested on an episode kind of on um the scary things that nobody really likes to talk about that i just like to normalize because i like to take kind of the emotional charge and the fear and the anxiety out of it um, because I know a lot of people can kind of get a little bit spooked um, by that sort of stuff. So anyway, um, I moved into a home. Like I said, it was built in 1946. And I'm not going to give too, too much um, details about the home and kind of the people who lived in it before. I was actually able to kind of... Um, acquire some um, some sort of personal information about the previous homeowners um, by, you know, the usual means, but also <laughs> um, through uh, kind of my own connection with spirit and things like that, which is another story for another day. But anyway, so I moved into this home. The, um, the owners who owned this home before we got it, um, lived in this home for 71 years. So, you know, that's a long time. That's a lot of memories. That's a lot of energy. That's a lot of sadness or anger or happiness or, you know, new transitions or whatever you want to call it. That's a lot of energy that's kind of in the, in the home. And I was joking to a friend of mine before I recorded this. Also, not only um, was there kind of, you know, a lot of residual homeowner energy, uh, <laughs> 
the windows were all um, glued shut. So, you know, for me coming in here, I'm going, okay, that's going to be a bit of a problem for me. Um, we're not going to be able to keep those windows sealed shut. So what are we going to do about this? Anyway, a disclaimer, it took a lot of sweat and blood and tears, but uh, the windows are now open. So just in case anybody was worried. <laughs> so we got the windows open and all is well in the world. Anyway, so as you can imagine, or maybe you can't imagine, but you know, houses and spaces hold energy. And it doesn't matter what kind of energy it is. It could be, you know, nice, beautiful, happy, light, nice, you know, memories and love and, uh, and, uh, and, and family and, and cherishing and, and cherishing our families and our children and nourishing ourselves and building our family and all this kind of stuff. There's a lot of beautiful energy that can be held within a home. And there's a lot of energy that, you know, I don't want to call it bad because I, I don't, you know, these, these, it's not, this is the thing is people, oh, you know, this space has bad energy. You know, it's like nothing is really bad. It just may not feel as kind of vibrationally nice as the, as the kind of the former would. But for me, I, I come in and I, and I recognize in a space when there's kind of something called an energy imprint which is especially kind of going to be common in houses like these where the people who lived here lived here for such a long time. So there becomes kind of this energetic imprint of habitual patterns and conversations and routines and things that were kind of done over and over and over again, or highly charged emotions. So let's just say these people, you know, had a fight about their kid and they had the same fight you know a couple times because the same thing kept coming up then that might be and there may be an energetic kind of imprint created around that or in this particular scenario i'm not going to go too into the details but there was an energetic imprint of sadness <clears throat> and so when i first moved in i wasn't really able i was so busy and caught up in the the you know the comings and goings of moving into a new home that I didn't really recognize this kind of energetic imprint right away and so I actually started to take it on as my own I started to feel really sad and I was like what is this all about I was crying all the time if you know me you know that I don't cry that often it's like a you know once every three months kind of experience um so you know crying all the time just feeling really really highly kind of emotional and very sad and I wasn't able to sort of differentiate that that actually wasn't mine. I was energetically picking up on the energy imprint of sadness in the home. So when I, once I realized that actually made a huge difference and I was able to clear the energy imprint, which is also something I'd be happy to do an episode on in conjunction with, you know, talking about this kind of, you know, normalizing some of these spooky things that some people are kind of afraid of happening in their home. I think actually, you know, what? I think I'm, I, I'm, I think that's a good episode. I think I'm going to do one on that. Let me know what you guys think. But um, once I was able to kind of, you know, separate myself from that imprint and then clear it, oh my gosh, I felt so much better. It felt like my home. Um, I felt safe. I felt comfortable. I was able to sleep, all that kind of good stuff. So the reason I want to bring that up is because if you're not, you know, let's just say you have no idea what an energy imprint is and you're moving into a new space and all of a sudden you're feeling all these things or you're fighting more with your kids or you're fighting more with your husband or you're fighting more with your spouse or you just find yourself more irritable than usual, whatever the case may be, um, it, it's, it could be possible that it's kind of, if it's kind of unlike you, like the behavior is sort of unlike you or people are going like, what's up? Are you okay? You know, things like that. That's what happened to me. Like, why are you crying so much? Are you doing okay? Um, which is not a bad thing. Here's the thing. That's not a bad thing. It's just that the, the, the thing is, is it was unlike me. It was just not kind of my usual behavior, you could say. So 
anyway, I just wanted to say, you know, there may be something kind of, um, you may be picking up on energetic imprints that you didn't know were there, um, which is something that I can go into more depth on in the future. But anyway, I wanted to share that. Um, and thank you to everyone for all of your beautiful messages and well wishes about settling in. It has been um, really just starting to feel nice and settled now. And I can't wait to do some readings with some of you and you get to see my new space via, um, you know, the four corners of my laptop screen. Anyway, so that's the first thing I wanted to talk about. The next thing I want to kind of parlay into is sort of this transition from 2019 into 2020. And, you know, a lot of you probably have noticed already that there is a very different energy to 2020. Holy moly. It is like 360 degrees different. And for some people that's feeling really good. For some people, not so much. There may be kind of some anxiety, some, oh, just feelings of the enormity of kind of what they're being called or what they're being asked to do in this year or what they know that they need to do or what they've been putting off for a very long time. And they kind of know that it actually kind of has to happen within this, this year, 2020. One of the, uh, the things that, that um, I sometimes will use analogies to kind of describe how energy, how I'm sensing the energy. And one big thing that spirit was giving to me is saying like, you know, 2020 is the year for a lot of us to, kind of step up to the plate. And, um, you know, if there's things that we've been avoiding, if these things, there's things we've been kind of putting on the back burner, if there's things that we've been afraid of doing, afraid of talking about, afraid of speaking the truth on, afraid of owning these parts of ourselves, whatever the case may be, 2020 is really the time where we kind of don't really have an option to sort of skirt around that anymore. It is just like step up to the plate, step up to the podium, turn on the microphone, start talking, start, you know, taking action, start doing this and that. It's got, it's got a very kind of, you know, um, if you know Saturn energy, you know it's got, 2020 has a very sort of Saturn-esque vibe to it. Um, so, and, and the, in contrast to that with, 20, with 2019, what I wanted to say too is that 2019 for a lot of people, it was a chance for us to kind of confront a lot of our deepest fears and to sort of wring out feelings of self-doubt and self-sabotage and anxiety and you know, differentiating between anxiety and intuition and things like that. And it was a chance for us to kind of really like purge ourselves from that. And one thing that I want to just bring to your attention is there may be a tendency to, even though, you know, you've kind of alchemized some of those, um, you know, habitual patterns and things like that, um, there may be kind of a tendency because you can feel the enormity of how big 2020 is going to be, there may be a tendency to kind of sink back into those same habitual patterns or feelings or thought patterns. And I really just want to bring that to your attention because 2020 we are not going, one of the things that Spirit was telling me is that we're not going to have our hands held. We're not going to be coddled. We're not going to be babied in any way. So if you are, you know, sinking back into those kind of, you know, patterns, which is not, again, hey, we all do it. And we all have, we all have those times where we're like, no, oh, I'm scared. I'm not going. I will not move forward. I will not pass go. Do not make me, do not push me. Um, but, you know, it's really about having that self-awareness maybe allowing ourselves to kind of sit in those old feelings of whatever it is, self-doubt, self-sabotage, 
you know, anger, depression, anxiety, et cetera, we give ourselves like a window and we say, okay, I'm going to allow myself to feel this feeling for, you know, an hour or, or two hours or, you know, 15 minutes or whatever the case may be. And then we move through it and then we kind of go, okay, I've, I've sat with that. And, and now I'm going to kind of move through the other side of that and I'm going to alchemize that and I'm going to kind of step up to the podium or step up to the place or really give myself a chance to, to kind of experience the polar opposite of what I was just feeling, you know, 15 minutes ago or an hour ago or two days ago. So that's kind of the energy. And if that makes you a little bit nervous, um, you're not alone. <laughs> it makes me a little bit nervous. So don't worry. You know, we're, we're, we're all kind of navigating this human experience together. And that's why we have support and we have the community that we have and why we have friends and family and people that we can bounce things off of. And it's also why we have tools, right? Like I've talked about many times. I don't know if I've actually, yeah, I've talked about this on the podcast. My personal tool of choice is Kundalini yoga or meditation. When I'm feeling like, holy crap, I'm falling back into the same habitual pattern, this behavior, this, you know, neurotic kind of thought process. Okay. I go to my mat and I, you know, I do a meditation or I do a, a Kriya, which is a yoga. It's a Kriya means to change where you go from one kind of, you know, space to the next, you alchemize the energy, you alchemize, okay, you take the anxiety and you turn that into, you know, um, creativity. Um, or you take the anxiety or you, you, you turn that into kind of an intuitive, um, uh, thought pattern, right? So that's what I do. We, we have to know what our tools are in 2020. When we start to fall back into that habitual pattern, that habitual anxiety, that habitual thing that we always do, that everybody knows we always do, and we know that we always do, what is the tool? What are the tools? What's in our toolbox? What can we go to that we don't have to think about? That we don't have to, you know, we have maybe that the, that book that we read a passage out of, or that meditation that we pop into our ears, or that journal that we keep with us at all times right? What are your tools? That's going to be really important for a lot of people in 2020. Another thing that I wanted to chat about uh, around this new year is a, a big theme for a lot of people. And a big thing that a lot of people will do is they will choose a word for the year of kind of what they want to embody, what they want to learn, what they want their focus to be, their intention for the year. And I wanted to share mine or a little part of mine anyway. I've got kind of a couple, but this was a big one that I wanted to share. And a big intention for me in 2020 is really generating more life force energy to continue moving in the direction of my destiny. That's a big one for me is having enough life force energy so I can really achieve the things that I came here to achieve, to channel the things that I came here to channel, to talk about the things that I came here to talk about. Because a big thing for me in 2019 was, oh my gosh, I cannot, I can't do it anymore. I'm so tired. I'm so sick. Um, you know, I had a lot of health issues come up in 2019. So a big thing for me is generating more life force energy, more energy so that I can continue moving in the direction of my destiny, my highest potential. One thing that I want to touch on that too, why that's so important is a big thing that a lot of people don't realize is, especially for people in the kind of the field or the realm of um, service-based, intuitive kind of uh, service-based, service-based intuitive work, whether that's mediumship or intuitive readings, Reiki, psychic work, things like that, is that a lot of people don't realize how much energy it takes out of the, it takes the practitioner to do that work or to show up in that way. 
And so I found myself really not being able to show up for people in 2019 as, as with us with the best energy that I could. And that mostly is because I was having a lot of health issues and I wasn't taking care of myself as I, as properly as I should have been. And so that's been a big theme for me in the last couple of months as I've transitioned from 2019 into 2020 is how can I take care of myself better, not only for myself um, and for how kind of I show up in the world, but for my people, for my community, for my clients. So that has been a really big thing for me, um, transitioning from 2019 into 2020. And I would love to hear what you guys are feeling for 2020. What's your intention? What are you kind of looking to curate? What are you looking to create? What are, what are you kind of, what um, intention are you, are you uh, vibrating into the year 2020? So let me know. I'd love to hear. And lastly, I'm going to do a little segue here. This is actually what I'm about to talk about next. It's actually something that I intend to do more and more often in 2020. I'm actually going to be sharing a rec little recording um, piece of a, uh, a reading that I gave in 2019 that was one of my most special readings of the year. Um, and, and by most special, I just mean it was really healing for the client, um, this mediumship reading that I gave, and it was really healing for me. Um, and so, and that's one thing a lot of people don't realize too, is as you're healing, when you hear messages from your loved ones, or you receive confirmation from your guides, that's also really kind of reflecting and revert, revert, oh man, reverberating back to me as well. Um, so, so this reading that you're about to hear is from a lovely, lovely human being named Karen. And Karen lost her daughter, Tori. And you are going to hear her daughter, Tori, coming through me to talk to her mom. It's a really special reading and one that I really enjoyed very much. And so I'm going to try to share more of these little reading um, recordings with the total express consent of the person um, who had the reading. Karen is such a wonderful person, and she agreed to allow me to share this recording. Um, and we still have a, such a special connection today um, because of this, this reading experience. So um, this is something that I intend on doing more, sharing little reading tidbits and things like that so that for those of you who haven't had the chance to experience mediumship or experience my work so you can get a little taste for how I work and how I read and all that kind of good stuff so if you have any questions following this reading please feel free to send me a message and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and have a wonderful wonderful year of course we will talk much more I plan on um, podcasting much more regularly in 2020 and I will talk to you guys very soon that I want to mention, and I always give people the chance to do this, is that uh, closer to the end, in the last five, ten minutes, I'll turn it over to you and give you a chance to ask your loved one or loved ones any questions that you may have, anything that you have unresolved or things that you've wondered about if they haven't answered it already in the reading. Um, so if that's that's something you can kind of start thinking about, um, you don't have to you don't have to have anything. Some people are just like, nope, everything was kind of came through in the reading, so I'm all good. But if there is a question closer to the end that you're kind of you've always wondered about and things like that, then I'll give you the opportunity to ask your loved ones that question. Does that sound good? Awesome. Yep. Okay, perfect. Okay, Karen. So I'm just going to take a step back. And when in, in this time that I take a step back, what I do is I uh, clear myself of my own kind of worries and to-do lists and, you know, all of those kinds of things that are in my own mind. And then I turn it over to your loved ones and allow them to have the floor. Uh, so I'm just going to close my eyes, take a couple of deep breaths, and I invite you to do the same. You can kind of just close your eyes, take a couple of deep breaths, and just send a special little shout out in your mind to your loved one or loved ones and ask them to come through to me nice and strong. And then we'll get started, okay? Yep. Great. Okay. 
Okay, so we'll get started here. So I want to let you know, and this will sometimes happen to me, Karen, <laughs> where if I have kind of a, a loved one, um, you know, who, who is sort of a little bit more eager to connect with, with the person that I'm reading for, things like that, they'll kind of do this thing where they start to hang around me uh, kind of all day leading up until I actually give the reading. Um, so I definitely want to let you know that that has been happening for you today. You've had some, um, some people specifically, you know, some people that are very excited to connect with you and very excited to talk to you today and are already kind of overwhelming me with a really intense, really, really intense emotion. So so usually when they really start off with this feeling, this really strong feeling, I started getting kind of this fluttering in my chest and this kind of nervousness in my stomach and just a really, really, really strong physical sensation um, that comes right off the bat. So we'll talk about that and kind of, you know, what, what that relates to and things like that. But usually, you know, that is just like, first of all, they're so excited to talk to you. They're so excited to connect with you. So that's, you know, that's, that's the first thing. And I've kind of been waiting patiently. Well, in this case, your loved one you know, hasn't really been waiting very patiently, but you know, they've been trying to wait patiently <laughs> to connect or communicate with you here. So I do want to acknowledge one thing that I do, and I can feel that there's someone who's going to kind of dominate the reading today, but I do want to acknowledge the other spirit people that I have with this person as well. Because um, sometimes, you know, it, sometimes there's kind of one people, but we want to know that this, that, the, that these, these, these people are with our other loved ones as well. Do you understand that? So I do. Okay, good. Because um, then, you know, I want to validate that because oftentimes it's something that we think about. And I do feel like that's something that you've thought about too. Just are they okay? Are they with the other people? You know, are they, are they together and things like that? So I definitely want to validate that you do. First person that I have coming forward, and this is who I feel is going to dominate the reading. It's very clear. Um, she's a young woman, steps forward really strong. She goes, hi, mom. So is this your daughter? Yes. Okay, good. Um, so she's, she's like, don't, it's going to be me front and center. Like, she's like, this is for me. <laughs> So is this the reason that you were looking to connect with your daughter today? Yes. Okay, perfect. Um, because she kind of acknowledges right off the bat. She makes it very clear to me. She's like, yeah, you know, I'm with these, I'm with these other people and things like that. But she goes, it's me. So, but I do want to acknowledge she is with, um, she is with, she does present himself and they actually stepped in first earlier today before your daughter stepped in. She is with a couple, a man and a woman, older couple. So I don't know if this is, this can sometimes be a reference um, to sort of, um, to whether this is her, uh, kind of her, um, like grandparents or a set of grandparents or things like that. Is one, is one, one or both of your parents pass? All of them. Okay. My, her, both of them both sets of her grandparents. Okay, perfect. Because yeah, she, she definitely shows herself, she definitely shows herself with, um, with this, this, this one very specific kind of uh, couple, this set of, um, set of grandparents. And I assume that this is your parents, um, your, your mother and your father. So your mother and your father are both past. Is that right? Mine are, yes. Okay. Cause she's, she's like, she's like, I'm here with, um, she's like, I'm here with your, with like, with grandma grandpa. I'm here with them kind of thing, but she doesn't call them grandma and grandpa. That's just from my reference. Does she have other names for, for them there? Yeah. Okay. Um, Cause she goes, I'm here with them. So they're kind of, you know, they're, they, your parents are saying hi and they are sort of acknowledging that they're here and that they're with her. Now they, they, they're making me feel like they transitioned, uh, they, or they crossed over or they, they passed before her. Does you understand that your parents passed before your daughter? Yes. Okay. Cause she's making me feel like when she crossed, your parents were there to greet her. That's really important for um, for you to know. She goes, your parents were there to help her cross over and help her transition. So she's in good company. She was really well taken care of over there by your parents. Um, and your parents are like sitting together. They're sitting. Um, no, were your parents still together at the time of the time of the time they're passing? Um, 
my mom passed away like long time ago. Okay, because um, I, they're showing me this really specific, your parents are showing me this really specific image of the two of them um, sitting together like on this like specific, it almost kind of looks like a love seat or like this specific kind of um, couch or, or things like that, but they're sitting together and they're sitting really close um, together here. So just acknowledging that, the, that they're together, um, just acknowledging that they're here together. And they are, again, they are taking a little bit more of a back seat because I think they want your daughter to be front and center, um, but they are just acknowledging that they're here and they're sending you so much love um, and, and sending you so much love and just letting you know that, you know, that she's been in good care and good company since she's been crossed. Do you understand that? Is that something that you've wondered about, just like your parents and, and things like that? They make me feel like that's important. Yes. Okay, good. Um, so so they're, they're with her. And let me tell you, your daughter is, I mean, I'm sure you know this, um, but your daughter is full of life. Oh my gosh, she is just, um, wow. <laughs> she's, she's really excited. She's really excited to be here. She's so excited to be here with you. And I really feel like she kind of orchestrated the timing of this very perfectly, which we'll get back to. Like, she's like, no, it had to happen now. It had to be now. There's something about that that I really want to acknowledge or pay or pay attention to, which we're going to come back to. So um, she feels quite young. Like her energy is, is, is quite young. She's bubbly and she's very playful and she's got this very young energy. Um, and she also feels like she's young on the other side as well. So usually when I say this, I say this has only been um, since she's passed, like, what is this, two or three years? Is that yeah, kind of almost like, is there something, to, are you coming just up on the anniversary of her passing as well? I am, next, this month. Is it, okay, I was going to say, I think it's in this month because she's going, it had to be August, it had to be August. You understand that? She goes, it had to be close to the anniversary and things like that. Um, and she, okay, whoo, she's giving me goosebumps. She's, so she made sure that all of this happened when it happened, which just gives me goosebumps. Um, so, so there's no coincidences that everything kind of happens for a reason and our loved ones are orchestrating so much more than we even know. <laughs> right. Um, so, 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 so she says it had to be August. It had to be now. It had to be now. Now she feels quite, she does feel quite young. Is she like early, is she early twenties or mid twenties one time that she passed? 21. 21. Yeah. She makes me feel early twenties. Like she's quite, quite young. She's still got this very young energy and she makes me feel like I was still figuring things out. And there's so much that I want to go into surrounding her passing because there's so much that she wants to acknowledge surrounding her passing. She makes me feel like there's still confusion or, or um, lack of resolution surrounding her passing. Do you understand that? I do. Um, because she really wants to go into that. And she, first of all, she just wants, I mean, she wanted to communicate, first of all, that just how happy she is and how vibrant she is and how joyful she is. Like her personality, did she have quite a big personality? Yep. <laughs> she's, she's a spitfire. She is something else. Like she's bad. She's, she's bigger, big and bold and wonderful. Um, so, so just like such a, such a beautiful light spirit. And, um, but she, you know, she makes me feel like she, she goes, I'm like that now. And, um, you know, I, I'm like that now. And this is how I am now. But, but, you know, specifically in the last couple of years before my passing, it wasn't like that for me. So she gives me my frame of re my reference for, um, a couple of different things kind of all tied together. And when I tune into her passing, um, she, the spirit will do this sometimes where they kind of cloud everything up for me again, which means that there was confusion or there was, there was different things going on, or you didn't know what was going on, or she didn't know what was going on. It just kind of seems very, um, very foggy, very cloudy. And a lot of the times I'll get this when um, there was, there was mental health issues as well. Do you understand that with her? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, and also addiction. There's a, she shows me my symbol for addiction as well. Is there an addiction connection with her? Yep. Um, so she shows me these two things kind of put together. So when I like when I when I tune into the kind of the time surrounding her her passing, again it's very 
it's very, um, it's very foggy. I almost kind of feel confused and she feels confused as well. Like her energy in those last few days before she passed. Do you understand that the 19th, what's it, is it 19th? Is that the, that the anniversary, 19th? Yep. Okay, um, because she's showing me like, she's showing me 19 and then she's showing me kind of like a few days or like a few weeks before that. So she makes me feel like there was something either that was going on in that period of time or things were really bad in that period of time or she was feeling really low in that period of time. But again, I just feel very disoriented. I feel very foggy and things like that. And ooh, I got this pressure kind of in my throat and kind of a, an indigestion feeling in my stomach and things are just kind of, um, kind of still un unresolved here. Now, I'm, I'm confused because she's showing me these things, um, but, but, and she's showing me some of my symbolism, uh, but not all of it. Some of my symbolism, sign or symbolism for when someone takes responsibility for their own passing meaning, there is an aspect of, uh, of that, 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 that there was sort of a, uh, what I mean by responsibility is that they, they kind of acknowledge, uh, they, they acknowledge their, uh, she acknowledges her decision. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, but I, but there's, she's only giving me some of that symbolism for the fact that she took, that she took her own life. So I feel like there was confusion or complications surrounding that. Do you understand that? I do. Okay. Um, <clears throat> because, I mean, first of all, oh, it's with things like that, you know, they are, she just shows me like, as soon as she transitioned, as soon as she crossed over, it was like crystal clear clarity she could see everything that was going on she could see everything with a clear head and a clear mind a clear body and a clear kind of like i feel like her decision making her decision making was was impacted or, or or affected or there was just something that was i don't know i feel very i feel very confused so so was she was she under the influence of of, of drugs or alcohol at the time of her passing because i feel very uh, confused yeah. Okay, um, because she, she she just is 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 uh, is 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 very. She you know, she goes. I was I didn't know what was going. On. I was confused. And da, 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 da. So is is there a connection to it to an, uh, an overdose or a drug overdose here with her? Yes. Okay. Now, was that the cause of her passing? Yes. Okay. Um, because she kind of yeah. Okay. So that makes sense because she's kind of going. There's confusion. There's disorientation. She doesn't really know what's happening. She does take partial responsibility for her, uh, for for her passing. But she also kind of says things just got out of hand. Things just got out of hand. I went a little bit too far, and I don't know if her intention was fully there. I don't know. I don't know if she expressed that intention or if her intention to 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 that she want that she you know that she wanted to cross. I don't know if her intention was fully there. If things just kind of progressed, or if she just went a little bit too far. Her decision making process, or usually she would know kind of what to do, you know, or not to do that, or to do this, or things like that. Do you understand that? She she just wants you to know that. Um, she wants you to know. And she wants your family to know that um, that you know that if she could go back if she could go back and change kind of the the way that things were she wants to remind rewind me like three weeks before her passing she goes if i could change things that happened there then i would i would change what happened i would change the way i went about things i would change you know um, she just i wasn't in a clear i wasn't in a clear state of mind i wasn't thinking properly i didn't you know so so she just wants to acknowledge that for you there she goes if i could go back and change it i would um you know but 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 i can't so all i can do is is ease kind of um ease my family's pain and is your pain that's happened since since her passing because i don't know i don't know here's what i'm i think that she wants to clear this up with you so i'm going to turn this over to you in a second but was there i mean was there did she did she verbalize or vocalize kind of an intent that she no longer wanted to be here anymore or was well, what's the confusion around that because she's she's still giving me my kind of foggy sort of confusion state 
she was definitely confused, but it was the person that she chose to be with. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and was there something in specific, like kind of in those last couple weeks specifically before her passing with this other person? Yeah. Okay. Because, okay. So the person that she was kind of around, and this was her significant other at the time? No. Okay. Um, cause she's giving me a reference to a significant other or, or some sort of um, partner or boyfriend or someone that she was seeing or romantically involved with at the time. Is that separate from the person that she was involved with near the time of her passing? Yes. Okay. Um, so two separate people. Yes. Okay. Um, and was there any, okay, cause who's the B, 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 like a B, 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 do you understand the B name in connection to that? Buddy. Okay. Yeah. She gave me the B. So is that, is that the romantic relationship or significant other relationship? Yes. Okay. Um, no, this, uh, okay. Uh, now. Okay. Because. Sorry, when, are you uh, there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm here. Can you still hear me? I, yeah, I just, um, can you say the significant other? Yes. Yes. I missed that part. Oh, okay. So um, there's my audio. Okay. That's back on now. Yeah. So I was just saying, so she shows me, she references a significant other, the, the kind of the, the, the romantic kind of relationship, romantic partner, but then she kind of almost wants me to skip over um, the, any details surrounding this person who kind of, she would have been around the last couple uh, weeks of her life specifically. Um, kind of almost like doesn't want to go there kind of thing. So is there um, kind of still something unresolved, whether that would be kind of for, for you or your family, things like that? Is that someone who... Um, is, is she referring to the sig significant other that she wants to pass through or the other person? The, the other person. She's not even wanting me to go there at all. Yeah, because, yeah, I, I, I understand what she's saying. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes. Um, she's just like, was, it, was this a female, this person? I'm sorry? Was this a female, this other person? No. Okay. Um, because... There's, again, it's kind of, there's still a little bit of fogginess here, so I'm trying to kind of pick through it as best as I can, um, but but there, she's also referencing a female in relation to this as well, um, like a young female, she was like around her, around her age, um, kind of thing, yeah. a little bit involved, do you understand that too? I do. Okay, um, so, you know, she, she, she shows me like, she, okay, she, I want to rewind this back, because she shows me like, she has, your daughter has such a good she's like she's got such a good heart she's got such a good playful spirit she's such you know when we kind of when she's like when i just got mixed up you know as she goes i just got mixed up i got mixed up in the wrong people i got mixed up in the wrong crowd i got mixed up in the wrong things i got mixed up so she does but she does take responsibility for that and is that something that you tried to counsel her on or work with? oh yeah because okay, she's trying to reference to she goes mom i should have listened to you you understand that <laughs> Um, she goes, mom, I see that now. She goes, I should have listened to you. Why didn't I listen to you? It's something that she really goes over and over and over again. And that's probably, if that, that is probably one of the most important messages that I could give you today. Just that all of that time and energy and effort and support and just everything that you tried to give her. She goes, mom, you did everything you could. You said everything right. You did everything. She really, if there's any guilt or if there's any kind of, oh, if I said this or what if I did this or things like that, you know, if there's anything like that, she goes, you have to release yourself from that. She goes, I just didn't listen. I was stubborn. Is she quite a stubborn person? Yeah. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. It was so great to have you here. I love to hear your feedback. So if you have any thoughts or feelings, 
from today's episode, feel free to share them with me over on Instagram. I hang out over there at Emily the Medium. Send me a message or share with your friends so that they can hear the message as well. Also, I would be so grateful if you could hop over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review. Um, It helps me get my message out to the world. And for that, I am grateful. So thank you. And I will talk to you guys soon. 